With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. to episode 33 of the JSB Gamescast. I'm your host, Rob, a.k.a. Zen. Joining me today, we have our wonderfully exhausted producer, Nick Rainbow Frisky Kilpatrick. How are you feeling, sir? Uh, I'm okay. Yeah? As you can see, uh-huh. I'm so exhausted that pre-recording, I forgot to get my glasses. Let the record show <laughs> that he has not been wearing his glasses. I thought he had contacts on. I do not own oh. contacts. I just can barely see. So we'll, <laughs> we'll Wait, make it. you wear glasses? <laughs> Did you ask if I wear glasses? <laughs> oh my God! True. <laughs> Jesus Christ, we're in a situation. <laughs> Jesus. And on the mm. other end of the internet, we have our wonderful resident BB tag specialist, the man set out to destroy Banana Ken's tech, Drew. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ! <laughs> <laughs> Drew Roberts, how are you, sir? I'm all right. I'm just tired. Works a bitch. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that too. You know, works definitely (laughs) a bitch. I feel you on that one. Uh, But you know what's not a bitch? This episode. And for those that have (laughs) not listened to the show before, this is the JSB's Gamecast, where each week we get together, talk about the video games we love, and, you know, the various headlines across the gaming industry that appeals to us. Uh, This week, you know, some cool stuff happened. Uh, actually, as of this morning, we got some Persona 5 Royal news, which is pretty exciting. Um, Capcom's teasing an announcement at Jump Festa, but then, you know, someone went ahead and leaked it, so we'll talk about that. Uh, Square Enix has a pretty cool lineup going on at Jump Festa this, not this weekend, but in a couple weeks. And, you know, some cool uh, trails of Cold Steel stuff coming in a little bit more. But before we get into all of that... Let's talk about what games we have sort of not really been playing over the last week. Um, Nick, I want to start with you because this well, seems like this will be it's the, full, right? the longest section. It's going to be the longest section. Hey, yeah. I just want to point yeah. out mm-hmm. that when I think uh, I thought of the way that you approached that little intro there yeah. as the most hilarious ad read, when you're like, you know what's not a bitch? And I was hoping yeah. for like a movement watches was starting. No, <laughs> if I had, if, <laughs> if we had ad sponsorships, that would have went Easily. right there. I was thinking about it 
so hilarious. I'm practicing it. You know what I mean? <laughs> so yeah, love it. Uh, I haven't been playing a lot. Um, anything really that's notable to mention? Mm-hmm. Um, I have. It's finals week, so you know I've already made that clear. I'm fucking yeah. busy studying and prepping for stuff. Um, I played like I played a little bit of Borderlands at the end of last week. Okay, I keep going back. I keep dropping and then going back to it just to finish this. The story is at least interesting enough to keep me going back, mm-hmm. regardless of how poorly performing the game is. Right. Um, and I played Undernight last night for the first time, and like that, I played games in days. Oh, first time you played since you know winning the the bye weekly. Huh? <laughs> so you just like won and then retired. Was I, like, I'm done with it the was game. Temporary retirement for a few days. <laughs> cool beans. Was just like uh, was you net playing? Or, yeah, me and Lewis yeah. were playing last night. Okay, so cool. Good. How'd that set go? It was like first to twenty. I think oh, it was geez. like twenty to eighteen or something. Okay, like that. So all right. It was, good... it was a good set. Nice. Wag- my Wagner's clean. Oh shit! You was playing Wagner. My Wagner's clean. Oh no! <laughs> I don't like the sound of this at all. <laughs> Good deal. That's not bad. You know, you gotta find those those little breaks in between the yeah. uh, the studying and all that jazz. I feel you on that. It's true. Uh, Drew, I know you've you've had a heck of a week too. But what you've been playing? Uh, so I really haven't had a lot of time because of work. Uh, to mm. play a lot, and what I have been trying to play in my free time is I'm still playing BB Tag 2.0 because this patch is great. It's pretty uh, dope. Dust is kind of settling, uh, as it were. Like the the fresh coat of paint has worn off, and like people are starting to come up with more of the grime and uh, changing their opinions about characters. Like I think people are starting to sour on Susano a bit, uh, mm. from what I can tell. Um, and then of course Yumi is still doing Yumi things. Uh, Adachi is still doing Adachi things, and Akatsuki seems to be picking up a popularity in terms of all the new characters. Um, True. so that's interesting. Uh, I will say I really hope the next generation of fighting games introduces better net play. Like I know that this was a conversation a few weeks ago, um, but because like I'm trying to increase the grind of BB tag more. Uh, you know, I have to go to netplay in order to learn more character matchups and whatnot. And it is just trash. It yeah. is awful, and I hate it. Yeah, maybe one day we'll get that, that GGPO future, you know what I mean? Now that it's gone, you know, free for all deve- developers and stuff, maybe. Japan will finally yeah. get on that bandwagon, you know, they're teasing about it, so... We'll see what happens yeah, there. too little, too late. I'm getting too old for these fighting games, man. <laughs> we got plenty of life left in you, man. Alex Valle is still yeah, out here with the fools. start dying at like 26 or something, right? I mean, supposedly. But, you know, there's old people that still play in, in body people. You know what I mean? Still get those two. top eights. At least two people. <laughs> you know, you can be that third. I have faith in you. <laughs> yeah. Well, I appreciate it. Yeah. I used to. Uh, uh, um, mm-hmm. Oh, no. Go ahead. I was going to say, uh, have you been, like, messing with any other characters, or are you still kind of on the Yumi Mai train? Um, only, only to, like, lab out situations to kind of figure out what they do. Um, like, uh, really, I'm just kind of seeing what other people are doing and trying to figure out ways to beat it. For example, your hilarious intro of me this morning to get to, or this morning, uh, this podcast. No, this morning. I'm clearly exhausted. I'm clearly exhausted. It's daylight, right? Um, Feels like forever. <laughs> but uh, so a unblockable setup with Yumi was discovered last night, mm-hmm. and uh, 
you know, those kinds of setups aren't necessarily... So the fact that it's an unblockable setup is whatever. It's a versus game. Cheap shit like that is going to exist. Mm -hmm. The fact that, you know, and even though I play this character, what I didn't like was the fact that it was loopable. Mm -hmm. That's what I don't like about it. I'm like, oh, well, okay. You know, that character is just dead. Like, they can't do anything. I'm like, there's got to be a way. Like, I'm looking at the setup and I'm like, okay, I understand that ice restand is really annoying, but it's Mm -hmm. also, like, not as long as, like, people think it is. Mm -hmm. So, like, I basically took that setup and basically tried to break it. Mm-hmm. And that's a lot of what I've been doing right now. It's just like seeing the situations that people are coming out of and figuring out what my options are again. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's mostly what I've been doing. Uh, other than that, I'm still trying to iron out uh, uh, my Yumi. Um, that team is not as straightforward as my old team of Mitsuru Mai. A lot of that is Mitsuru is a very straightforward character in BB Tag. Mm-hmm. Um, she's got good buttons, and you use said good buttons to get them into the corner, and then you make a block high low. It's real easy. Right. Versus, you know, I no longer have that high low game, and now I have to learn more of the game's mechanics, I think is a more apt description. Okay. Whereas I could play Mitsuru. And I had a game plan, and the game plan didn't necessarily use all of the game's mechanics. Mm-hmm. Whereas now, I really have to learn how to put people into sandwich situations and how to capitalize on sandwich situations. And that has become even more fun. Mm-hmm. Like, the way I describe people, like my old team versus my new team, my old team felt like I just had a Mitsuru engine. Whereas my new mm-hmm. team feels like an actual team. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. I I feel like we sort of had a very similar approach. You took it a little bit further than I did, but it was like the part of like actually engaging the game in its mechanics rather than like finding ways around it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or kind of like brute forcing your way through it. Um, yeah. Is like a part that I haven't really decided to like dive into yet, but it's cool to see like this team is forcing you outside of that sort of uh, barrier you put yourself in, and now you're exploring it in a whole new way. That's pretty dope. Yeah, and uh, it it's only going to help me improve my knowledge of the game mm-hmm. and become better as a player because of that. For now, sure. granted, my current team still has its own cheap shit that kind of... So my team is the anti-up-back team. Oh, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. And that's going to frustrate a lot of people. Yeah, totally. I, I like up-back. It's a, it's a good option. It's a very good option, BB Tag. It's an option that frustrates me to no end because I'm like, come down here and fight me, you coward. No, I'm good, um, <laughs> And And no, I understand, like, why people go to it. It's a yeah. very good option. It's a very safe option. Mm-hmm. There's not a lot of defensive options in BB Tag. However... Fight me on the ground, you coward, and now you have to. Oh, my God. But you have, like, big sticks and shit. Like, I don't want to fight on the ground. I want to stay Oh, that, that, that's, not even, that's not even it. It's, it's the my cannon of my just shoots up and be like, nah, you got to get to the ground. And then Yumi is throwing ice rocks, freezing you, and then I get a full combo. And then you consider, do I really want to up back now? Everything is mm. terrible. And then I up back again <laughs> in your fucking face. <laughs> and then I do it again. <laughs> Right when you least expected me. <laughs> when you least expect it, immediately after. <laughs> that hey, the best mix up is no mix up. Mm-hmm. I literally did 
EX counter with Yumi three times in a row on somebody and won. Jesus Christ. Like, my my mind was so far ahead in the Yomi that I won. Was was it far ahead in the Yomi? <laughs> is that it's, what that yeah, is? He's like, okay, I countered last time, so he's not going to hit a button because he thinks I'm going to counter again. But then he's going to think, well, he knows that I know that oh, he's no. not going to counter again because he's not going to oh, hit a button. No. So he's going to hit a button. So I should hit a button. That's how far ahead I was. I hate fighting games. <laughs> That's how I win, man. <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. I love it. Fucking David so, Sarlo. That, that's proud. uh that's BB Tag 2.0. Uh please mm-hmm. go buy it. Uh well, okay, I can't say that because the game's not for everybody. Like it's a BB fun Tag game. is a game. It's a it's a very cool game. It's way better than what I originally thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. Uh back before it released. I thought this game was gonna be utter garbage mm-hmm. uh and now i can't stop playing it and stop thinking about it so um <laughs> if, if it's ever on sale check it out you know it might gel with you yeah for sure and it's an easy enough game for people to kind of pick up too uh just in terms yeah. of like having casual fun with friends and stuff like that so it's it's a fun game. I, I actually <laughs> saw a good tweet that really broke that down of like bb tag is a good game that is very low entry but once you start getting into the core mechanics of mm-hmm. like cross combo and active switching and all that, like there's a very high skill ceiling. Right. So like there's something for everybody there. Yeah, for sure. I agree. Plus with that the crossovers are just really cool. Like blaze blue under and persona are all like anime fighting games that I've really enjoyed at their prime. Mm-hmm. And I guess, you know, under is having a resurgence of popularity. It's but like in its prime now. I really would love to play Persona Arena again. I thought that game had really cool mechanics. Mm-hmm. And so BB Tag is kind of like my middle ground, you know? Yeah, I feel you on that one. Kind of get a little taste of all the worlds, you know what I mean? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Cool. Good deal. All right. Well, for me... um, one thing I've been playing, actually, uh, just as an update, I did get a Switch again. Um, so I've been playing a little bit of Pokemon Sword here or there. Uh, unfortunately, with Nintendo's cloud saves, like it's awesome that I got to keep most of my data. The only thing that didn't carry over was Pokemon, because you can't cloud save your Pokemon save, apparently. Um, so I had to start over, which is fine, because I was only really two gems in, so that's really only a couple hours at worst, really. Um so I've at this point I've finished the first gym and I'm just on my way to what was the second one Nessa. Um, so okay, I'm, on, I'm still ahead of you. Yeah. Let me know when you've gotten the third gym and then I'll okay. start playing again. And then we can play again. <laughs> Got you. That'll probably be after uh, this hell of a week is over. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that game is still super enjoyable. I like it a lot, and I'll update when I actually dig deeper into the later parts of that game. Um, but the game I really want to talk about is world flipper um so world flipper is a mobile game from psy games you guys will probably know them from grand blue fantasy or uh dragalia lost developers mm. um and a couple other games as well if you're a shadowverse fan they did shadowverse as well and uh rage of bahamut and some other stuff um so what this game is it's a pinball jrpg all right let that kind of sink in for a minute so how this game works i mean is- Mm-hmm. It's not that weird when you consider 
that uh, soccer game exists. I mean, yeah, that, that's true. But it, it's something that's just like you don't see it often. And it's just like, what's their approach? How is this going to work here? You know what I mean? Oh, no, I'm totally um, excited to hear your breakdown. Yeah. So how this game works is in typical mobile game fashion, uh, you have a gotcha system that's involved and you roll for characters. Um, when you start the game, they give you enough for a 10 roll. And literally, this game is really nice about like re-rolling. So like, you can completely skip the tutorial and just get straight into the actual game if you want to. So it's like if you don't get the pull you want initially, you can just like from in game delete your data, start over, bam, and like within five seconds you just re-roll again. So for me, I I'm not too big into the re-rolling aspect, but I did get a character I really liked off jump, which is like this Egyptian character named Nefti. Uh, she's pretty adorable. She's like a much cuter version of like Ramathal. Like if you think about Ramathal's like personality in a sense of like she doesn't really know emotions. Much cuter. Uh, yeah. Hey, like wait a second. Listen, <laughs> I love me some Ram, but like <laughs> this character is like adorable. Um, but anyway, uh, so you roll for characters and you're making three man teams, right? And these characters are your pinballs. Okay, so when you go into a stage. Uh, each character has like an element. So you have fire, light, you know, wind, water, all that jazz. And there's a series of enemies that are on the pinball table that you have to hit. Right. Once you clear out enough enemies, um, usually it hovers around like 10 to 15, depending on the map. Uh, it'll take you to a boss. And that's where the game really gets fun. But like for the enemies themselves, it's almost like you're playing a bullet hell game in a way, too. Because all the enemies will start shooting bullets at you or towards your pinball units. And you're trying to, like, hit them in a way that you're maneuvering around all that stuff so your characters don't take damage and then kill them, right? And then you have to deal with, like, stage hazards, too. So, like, every stage has, like, a different configuration. There's there's some spots on the stage where there's, like, this stone crystal monument, right? And if you hit it, it creates an AoE uh, damage effect, right? Uh, so you're like, do I aim for these? Do I aim for that to try and clear out this uh, half of the screen? Or do I want to focus on here because these enemies are really fucking me up? And all this while you're trying to, like, actually, like, do the, the motion of hitting the pinball where you need it to go, right? <laughs> because at the end of the day, this is legitimately a pinball game. Yeah. So it's like you have to have some skill in terms of, like, okay, I need to hit it at this point to make it go at this angle to bounce off this wall to get into this little crevice so I can hit as many enemies as humanly possible. Um, and as you're hitting enemies, it builds up a combo. Uh, and when you get to about 10 hits in the combo, um, your flippers will start glowing. So they'll glow green. And that's a level one power flip. So the next time you flip your your units, depending on whoever your leader character is, it'll do a special effect once you hit them. So like the win character that I have now, um, Arise from uh, Shadowverse, uh, if you hit her when she's in power flip state, it shoots a giant laser beam wherever your balls are targeted to go towards. Right? <laughs> There's another character that's this just... Mario Kart pinball bullshit. Dude, it's fucking insane. There's this fire character that I have. I forget his name. Um, when, with his power flip, the first enemy he hits, he like bounces off real quick and then just like comes back in. I, I envision it as like a fucking lariat or some shit. So he, he bounces off real quick. He says some hot shit and he just like comes right back in through the unit and just like shoots past them. Um, so you can kind of use him to maneuver through units to get behind them to like try and get your ball stuck in a situation where it's constantly hitting a bunch of units before landing back down. Um, hmm. <laughs> 
there's another one that creates a giant AOE explosion. It's pretty varied. Um, in the power flip gauge, like it stores up to three levels. So I think it's every 10 hits. So if you get a 20 hit combo, then it'll be level two and the effect is bigger. You get level three, it's even bigger. Um, like Arisa's um, laser beam literally is like a quarter of the screen at level three. And it's just like evaporates everything. Um, on top of that, the characters have their own super gauges as well, uh, which you can tw- trigger by swiping. So like the character on left, you'll swipe with the left, swipe up, swipe right for each character in the corresponding spot. And that ranges from uh, Nefti brings out like four different multiballs that come down and each one is just a giant bomb. Right. <laughs> so they just explode all over the place. Uh, another character I have creates a tidal wave. Um, there's another character that will just give you more meter gain. Like it's pretty varied in what they do. More characters are like sword strikes and it's wild, dude. Um, so once you clear out the first stage, you go into the boss section and then that just gets even crazier because now the bosses, they'll have, um, on, on top of having like the, the bullet hell shenanigans that they do, every boss has like different patterns and stuff. They'll have super attacks that they'll try and do, Right. But you can break them before they do that. So when they're charging for their attack, like these little target gauges show up around their body and you have to hit those targets and it'll stun them. Right. And there'll be like a countdown until the the skill goes off. So usually it hovers around like five to eight seconds, depending on the level of the of the skill. And then it becomes a frenzy because you're like, oh, shit, he's about to do some crazy ass AOE that's going to like knock out half my health. I need to like frantically get my pinballs to hit at certain angles to try and stop it. Oh, no, I fucked up. Ah, and then somebody dies and you're like, well, God damn it. Um, but if a unit dies, it leaves behind a coffin with a number behind hmm. it. Uh, and if you hit the coffin, the number goes down. And once it gets down to zero, you can revive your unit. Ooh. Yeah. So <laughs> even if you lose a character, you have a chance to get them back. And... Thankfully, if that character had full meter, right, when you revive them, they don't start back at zero. They, their meter stays the same. So you can revive them real quick and then hit your super. Hopefully, it's a unit that maybe heals so they can get the health back, things like that. Um, one crucial, crucial thing I forgot to mention, this game has air dashes. <laughs> so, what? <laughs> so when you hit your pinball, um, if you tap the screen, they'll air dash to the nearest target be it like a bumper or be it an enemy or what have you. Um, and so long as the ball is still in play, that air dash like recharges. So you can get multiple air dashes in like a single strike, basically. Um, so now you're trying to like think about, okay, when do I want to use it to set up myself up back in the situation to keep it in play for a little while longer to charge it for a second one. And you're trying to just keep the ball in play as long as humanly possible to build up that combo to do your level three power flip and, Man, this game is fucking crack. Um, so after you beat the boss, you gain experience points. Your characters level up. Um, they also have a um, a almost like a uh, sphere grid of sorts where you can like level up their skills and stuff like that using the materials that you get from each stage. Um, and every character just has up to three different abilities that they can learn. That's usually like, you know, power up party, fire damage, stuff like that, or maybe increase uh, power flip damage. Just some cool um, sort of passive abilities to help you deal more damage and take on the harder bosses and stuff like that. When you get to a certain point, you get to equip sub characters. Drew was about to say something 
in response to you said something about sub characters and the yes. one thing i said was this game has way too many damn mechanics for a pinball game <laughs> because it transcends pinball drew it's more than that this is the the near of pinball <laughs> galaxy brain pinball <laughs> yeah man like it's a lot of mechanics it's way more than i originally thought but um i'll, I'll finish up on, on the the sub thing first and then we'll just move on and I'll, I'll break down more of it next week but um okay basically how the sub characters work is you equip a another character any character that you've rolled you equip them to one of your main party and then now mm-hmm. that character gains all of that person's uh abilities and stats as well as access to their super. So every time you launch the main character super, it'll trigger the sub character super as well. So now you're creating combos. <laughs> so like I have one character. Is this game coming to the States? I have no idea yet. Uh, they haven't said anything. I got to assume it will. I hope it does because more people need to play this game. I like, want to try this. This sounds really fun. It's so dope. Like I cannot stop playing and it has co-op and the co-op is really cool too. Ooh, that's um, dope. Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. Mm-hmm. co-op pinball co-op pinball it's pretty cool i mean essentially How does that work one person <laughs> controls one <laughs> i could do that real quick thank so you nick essentially what it is is you do it's in a boss rush mode right so every match you you go into it's like a raid basically and you're teaming up with two other people to take on a boss and you're controlling your three characters and you see your teammates in real time and they almost look like ghosts from like a time trial, like from a racing game or whatever. Mm-hmm. And you'll see them on the field helping you out as well. So it's oh, no. at, at that point, it's just nine balls just going fucking ham all oh over the God. screen. Like people launching supers like left and right. If once you launch your super, you can trigger a chain with the rest of your, your teammates. So like if all you guys launch your supers pretty much like back to back to back to back, it creates a super powerful move at the at the end. It's bruh. It's please tell insane. me that the multi the co op mode is called multi ball. Uh, it is not. It is just called co op. Missed opportunity first <laughs> game zero out of ten. Oh man, unfortunate there. But yeah, World Flip- World Flipper is one of the best games I feel like I've played this year. And like, it's probably it, and it's a phone game. It is a phone game, and it's probably my favorite mobile game that I have. I almost want to say that I've ever played in terms of like one of these gotcha style games, right? Like I am addicted and I love it so much. So uh, I can't wait. I'll talk about it more next week because we're a little pressed for time this week, but I could go on for a long time about like the story and the setup and some cool things, the bosses and stuff like that. But we'll get into that later. Um, so I have a thing I want to add. Oh, add. Um, I found so much happiness and excitement <laughs> this weekend. I forgot in my midst of saying I haven't been playing fighting games and stuff. I forgot that we had an event on Friday that we all attended. Oh, and not yes. uh, Drew because he should have been there. But, you know, of course not. Um, no one even told me it was going on. I mean, granted, I couldn't go. But yeah, granted. Yeah. Unfortunate. But I wanted to say. That in all of my excitement for like the, when I was telling Lauren about it, like how it doesn't, it didn't feel real when we first got there because we've been talking about this for so long and it's been such a long time right. and lead up for how great, you know, uh, Cliff and Tay are. Mm-hmm. Um, 
when we got there and I got to like got I took I got my tokens and I was so excited like playing the games. Um they had the fucking Simpsons beat 'em up game. Oh yeah. Right next to Turtles in Time, mm-hmm. but the Simpsons beat 'em up game and as soon as I like walk around the corner and see it and I went that game <laughs> like ran over there and immediately gave my fucking tokens. I was so happy oh about it. Oh my gosh. So for for the listeners what Nick is talking about is uh one of our arcade sp- arcade bars shut down uh it was almost almost 2 years ago almost at this point ago, uh yeah. due yeah, to an unfortunate event um GLHF and they just opened the doors back up rebranded as Leaderboard and it's they had their soft launch over the weekend and it was amazing like (laughs) the way they have that venue set up is really cool you walk in you have this 90s arcade nostalgia with just like this huge ass bar in the middle uh it's really really cool they they stepped up their arcade cabinets they have a rhythm game cabinet there um they have initial d Mm -hmm. um they also have virtual on like the full ass virtual on arcade setup um and just a bunch of other beat-em-ups and just old school games and new school stuff and some bomb ass food too. Like they I swear they redid their their menu and stuff like yeah, that. It was um, good. It was really good. So we had a a really awesome time there. As you said, shout outs to Cliff and Taya. Like they've been working so hard to pull that off, and I th- it's gonna be a hit, man. Everybody had a good time, and dude, Drew, I can't wait for you to come check it out. I know, it's, right? It's really really awesome what they did with that. Place. Oh, I'm definitely looking forward to it. Um, if we're doing something around New Year's, I'd be down to hit it up. I mean, we are definitely doing something New Year's that, I mean, as is tradition. JSB traditions. <laughs> so we might just do a uh, a party there and then an after party at the usual spots. We'll see what happens. We'll make it happen. Joe. We'll plan. Um, but yeah, I'm glad you brought that up, Nick. So yeah, definitely shout out. Shout outs to uh, the the beer keg things being Mario pipes. That made me so happy. Yeah, I was yeah. like, oh, that's so cute. Yeah. <laughs> It's really cool. Like we saw glimpses of that stuff in the po- the photos they post yeah. on Facebook, but it looks so cool seeing it actually in person. Um, it's awesome stuff, yeah. man. Cool. Into the news. News. Oh wait, I'm supposed to click. <laughs> you are supposed to click, so I know where I am. Cool. Uh, so first order of business uh, this morning, um, Persona Five Royal Western announcement happened. Uh, well, sort of happened. It was actually leaked through Amazon Canada, uh, and then Atlas came out later to officially announce it, but it was the announcement day anyway, so nothing was really lost. Anywho, um, Persona 5 Royal in the U.S. is going to come out on March 31st, um, which, I mean, March is, you know, there's not a whole lot of games coming out in March, right? It's it's a pretty simple time of the year. Uh, you know, we don't have to deal with it. <laughs> What's coming out in March? Final Fantasy Seven. Uh, yep. Yeah, seven. Uh, all the fighting games come out just before that. As I was well. going to say, it's better than February at yeah, least. I February. Mean. <laughs> there's some other stuff happening in March too. That that first quarter is pretty <laughs> pretty tight. Yeah. Uh, they they just don't want me to beat any of the games that I've paid for. No, <laughs> that's not that's not. We're not. We don't get games to beat them, Drew. We get games just to give them money. That's how this works. Yes. <laughs> to be fair, I don't think I will be picking this up for a while. Oh, I gotta get it like immediately. Oh, that's, just, uh, that's just the Persona fan in me. Like, I I need it. Uh, this still oh, don't get me wrong. I love Persona, but like, I don't feel the need to really replay P five right now. I need the new content. Me too. I I, I need the new content. I need those <laughs> I mean, one hundred and twenty right hours into being a better character. But I mean, that's impossible. That would make it worth it for me. <laughs> She's the worst thing in existence. That's it's not possible to make her better. Oh no. 
they did rewrite in in add a lot um in terms of like the characters and stuff like that so i hear a lot of good things as far as the jp release went so i'm excited to dive back into it um oh, is it already out in japan yeah it, it came out in uh halloween i think yeah um oh. yeah so it's been out in japan for a little while it's the uh, same thing that they did when p5 originally released wasn't it september and then yeah may or say april we, we, or we got like it that? april no it was february 14th for us no, they no, pushed it, it back because it came out in April. Because it, it, it came out the same week, Revival, for my birthday. Yeah. And, like, Ryan had to bring a Persona 5 setup to Revival in order to get me to come out. I remember that. Because <laughs> mm. uh, I played Persona 5 at a fighting game tournament. Uh, <laughs> Rip. <laughs> um, but, yeah, man, um, that's kind of that. I was going to say shout-outs to the steelbook that they showed off. Like, it mm. looks pretty tight. Um, I'm not a big fan of the color red, funny enough, but like something about red and gold is like really does something for me. So when they're going with this whole gold motif now and like, I'm like, "Mm, this looks, this looks good. I like it. Uh, So I need that on my shelf ASAP. I'm hoping Kasumi's like amazing. I'm hoping she's really cool. Um, Everything I've seen, she seems pretty cool. I would like to replace her as the main Uh, focus of female interest in the game Don't story. Worry. They've they've done that already. Yes. They, yeah. Oh, that was a guarantee. <laughs> you like, already come know. on, Nick. <laughs> she is the new poster child <laughs> next to Joker. Thank goodness. At least one of the like she will become a DLC character. BB Tag, watch. Oh yeah, for sure. Mm. I could see that. I could see them doing that. P five arena. One day. One day. One day. Make Futaba playable, please. Oh, please. I, I hope. Uh, but yeah, that's that. Uh, more Persona. Please check it out. Shout out to Persona. Moving on. So, Capcom. Uh, <laughs> this is a fun one. Uh, so, this article on Silicon Arrow states, Capcom might reveal unannounced games at Jump Festa 2020. So, on December 20th or somewhere around that weekend, um, Japan has a jump fest which basically is just like another excuse to just have a convention and people show off games and they talk anime and and shit like that Mm -hmm. um so capcom's gonna be there they're gonna show off like some the Mega Man zero collection uh they're gonna show some monster on the world iceborne and they said they're gonna show two other games that will be playable uh but they haven't said what those were so there's a lot of speculation saying that like maybe it's resident evil 3 remake you know maybe it's uh some other stuff and then later, it turns out that uh, Resident Evil 3 remake was leaked via PSN, mm-hmm. as well as Resident Evil Resistance, which we saw that at E3. It just didn't have an actual title yet. It was Project Resistance at the time, yeah. but now it's been branded as Resident Evil Resistance. Drew, was you about to say something? No, you pretty much uh, said what I was going to say. Hey, I took the words out of Drew's mouth. <laughs> But yeah, um, I mean, how do you guys feel about uh, Resident Evil 3? Um, uh, I've actually never played RE3. Really? Yep, it is the one Resident Evil game I have not played. Okay. Uh, well, that's not true. I haven't played like two-fifths of Resident Evil 6 because that game just didn't work. That, that, that's a video game. <laughs> Wait, that's a video That game <laughs> just didn't work, Rob. I tried. I gave it a chance. Oh, I tried too. I tried co-op. Like, I was like, if I'm going to go through this game, I need someone to suffer with me. So me and my cousin tried like, it, and we got to one point, and we just literally simultaneously threw our controllers, and we were like, we're done. 
No, no so I did Leon's campaign, and I'm like, okay, that was cool until the part where he flies the plane, and like, okay, that was a little ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And then, mm-hmm. so we beat that campaign, and I'm like, all right, that was cool. Let's go check out Chris's campaign. Now, for the record, mm-hmm. for the record, let it be known that mm-hmm. I hate Chris Redfield. Oh, I didn't know that. I oh. think he's a goddamn moron. Oh, shit. But, I mean, he is, but he's a lovable moron, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just i think it's because re5 is also just not a very fun game oh, uh i like it single player. okay there you go it's great co-op yeah but like as an re game it's no, just it's, not very good not. i think that's yeah part of the reason why i dislike chris mm-hmm. um but try to play through chris's campaign and the game just crashed every time oh every time. damn so it was like so, technical difficulties on your end. Oh, yeah. No, that game just – one of my friends returned it to GameStop because it's just like the game doesn't work. <laughs> Jesus. Anyway, I'm, di- I'm digressing. Anyway. So I have never played Resident Evil 3. Uh, okay. Mostly because, like, the people who described it to me didn't make it sound very fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, you just spent a lot of time running away from Nemesis. Mm-hmm. I mean, he chases so, you through that yeah. entire game, so – but it's going to be, it's really, really cool given like what they did with Mr. X and RE2 Remake um, as kind of sure. like a prototype version of what they want to do with Nemesis, I would assume, in this game. Uh, seeing as like Mr. X and RE2 Remake, he he followed you, but at the same time, it was during certain parts of that game. Like there are, there are definitely moments of that game where it's like he's not tracking you at all. It was really just like these specific sections of the game. But like for RE3, it's Nemesis is harassing you like through a majority of this fucking game. Um, so seeing what yeah. they did with the AI, the AI for Mr. X has me excited to see what they're going to do with Nemesis. So I'm curious. I want to see. I liked RE2 Remake a lot. Um, I think I would like this. I'm waiting for mine to arrive. It was $15 on Black Friday. Oh. So that's cool. Cool. Let me know when you uh, when you play through it because it's, it's a trip, man. Oh, for sure. Um, and then I don't really have much to say about like the Project Resistance thing. It looked like another Left 4 Dead style co-op game. Um We'll I mean, I'd like goes. to see another Mercenaries standalone title that wasn't on 3DS. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Didn't, right. didn't they say, though, like, this is not like Left 4 Dead. Don't compare <laughs> it to Left 4 Dead. They did. Um, <laughs> so I, I'm pretty sure it's more like, what was the uh, Outbreak? Okay. Uh, yeah. I think they're finding, like, some middle ground between Outbreak and Left 4 Dead. Uh, they're trying to, like, blend some things there, so... Yeah, don't compare it to the greatest zombie game of all time. Don't compare it to that at all, because that's high expectations. Well, no, because they, they have to be unique and also the greatest zombie game of all time. <laughs> Good luck, Capcom. I mean, Capcom's been nailing it lately, um, so I will go into that game with an open mind, but I have no faith in terms of Resident Evil spinoff games. So. No. We'll see what they do there. Revelations was tight. Revelations was dope. That was Revelations good. 2 was not, but not at all. Revelations was tight. The Revelations 2 had some cool moments when you play a co-op because like the one character couldn't see the ghosts. Uh, mm-hmm. So if you have two people that have been drinking a little bit, uh, trying to navigate player one and direct them to shoot the ghost that they can't see, there's some hijinks there. <laughs> there's some fun drunken shenanigans there um but yeah it's not that great moving on oh this is the same thing right yeah oh, okay mm. 
so speaking of Jump Festa, uh, Square Enix uh, announced their lineup for what they're going to show. Um, everything here is pretty much what you think it would be. Uh, they're going to show off Final Fantasy VII Remake, um, some new Dragon Quest thing, uh, Final Fantasy Brave Exvius, get some more updates, so they're going to push that more. Um, but the thing I was looking at was the Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles remastered because they haven't really shown much else of that game since they announced it. So I'm really curious to see where that game is now. And like, I don't know if we got a release date at the time. So I'm hoping they will um, they'll just give more info on that. And as well as uh, Trials of Mana, they're going to show off a new trailer there as well. Yes. So December 20th is going to be a pretty cool day for Square Enix, I feel. Although I don't even need to see any more trailers in that game. I'm buying it. Oh, yeah, that game looks fucking dope. I, I swear oh, they just released a new trailer like a couple of weeks ago or something like they that. Were, uh, they did a bunch of character trailers. Character trailers, mm-hmm. that's what they were. I know I was watching something recently, and I was like, this looks so good. It's so pretty. Yeah, man. I'm I'm excited. I hope that game really comes together and is strong. You know, They're setting itself up to be really, really good. So, yeah, that's that on the uh, Square Enix. This announcement was kind of out of left field, but it makes sense because we all knew this was going to happen eventually. Trails of Cold Steel 3 is getting a Switch port in spring 2020. Um, I like how Falcom literally just said, hey, we should maybe make some more Switch games. (laughs) Wink, wink, nudge, nudge, like yesterday. (laughs) And then I wake up this morning and, oop, Cold Steel is coming to Switch. And I'm like, what? Boom. I mean, they, they've been talking about it loosely for a little while now. Like, it gets brought up, and they're like, yeah, you know, we want to bring it to more places. You know, we, we definitely want to do that. So there's been a lot of nudge, nudge, wink, winks happening here. Um, but what's really, really cool as well is that, like, it's not just a Japan thing. It's worldwide. So, like, we're actually going to get mm-hmm. it first. Um, we're going to get it spring 2020, and then Japan's just going to get it, quote, unquote, sometime after. Um so, so the concern I have for this is mm-hmm. the Ease 8 port for Switch isn't super great. <laughs> ah, yes. Frame rates. Classic. And stuff. Yes. Uh, um, the fr- Now, granted, the frame rate affects Cold Steel a lot less. No, I haven't played Cold Steel 3 yet. But uh, if Cold Steel 3, like Cold Steel 3 is a turn-based game. Mm-hmm. Whereas Ease Eight is an action game, and honestly, probably wouldn't have minded Ease Eight if I had played the Switch version first. That's usually how it goes. But, but like having played the PS4, and you know, I used to think I was somebody who didn't care about frame rates. Oh, we've had those discussions. Um, <laughs> but uh, no, after playing Ease Eight in like a crisp sixty frames per second, like just high paced, action packed, and then going to the thirty frames, I'm like. Ew. Yeah, I can't is, play this game. It's really hard to go back to back from something that's sixty to something that's thirty. If you start with it, you can you get used to it and you're like, all right, this is fine. Uh, but once you yeah. get that taste, once you get that little taste, it's hard to go back. over. Um, they did so, confirm. Um, mm-hmm. hmm? I was gonna say they, they did, did confirm, confirm that this that this port is going to be uh, thirty frame, thirty fps, um, mm. at seven twenty p. It will it will include all the DLC and. And a demo will be released for it, so whenever that demo hits. Okay, so here's what's going to happen. I'm going to buy the Switch port for this, and I'm not going to play it. I'm probably going to play my PS4 copy that's sitting on my shelf, still in its box, because I can't play it because I'm waiting on a fan (laughs) translation. But I will buy this to tell Falcom that we want more games on Switch. Tell Falcom we want more. Yes. Like, I want retro Falcom collections on Switch. 
Yes, please. Give me all of it. Start with Trails in the like, Sky and then go backwards. Like, let me get Trails in the Sky. Let me get the Zoya games. Let me get mm. Ease. Mm-hmm. Like, mm. let me get Xanadu next on Switch would be tight. No, oh, that would be cool. Yeah. Hell yeah. I'd be about it. So, like, I- I'm I'm glad that Falcon is looking at embracing the Switch more. Like, I think they actually came out and said, hey, you know, a lot of people in the West are moving over to Switch, which is understandable. Like, the fact of having a portable console system, like, is great for a lot of people. Yeah. Especially RPGs like, in general. It's just something that you yeah. can pull out, play a little bit, make some progress, put it away, uh, really knock some stuff out. So that, like, that benefits I don't, a lot. I don't travel that much to where it would warrant it. Like, mm-hmm. I still do most of my gaming at my apartment. So, mm-hmm. more often than not, I will always check to see how does the Switch port compare to the PS4 version. Right. If the Switch port is fine, then I will get the Switch version every time. Mm-hmm. If the PS4 version is better, then I will get the PS4 version and suck it up. But preferably, I would prefer just to have them all on Switch because that means I never have to stop playing it should anything come up. Exactly. I'm right there with you. That is kind of how I go about it, too. Unfortunately, that often means that, like, I don't get the Switch version because <laughs> a lot of times <laughs> yep. the other versions yep. are better. Um, but if if I can get a good enough reason, I will buy it on Switch every single time. Just convenience factor is... Like, I got Mega... Like, I was waiting to pick up Mega Man 11 on Switch because mm. I'm just like, well, that game can run on anything. Yep. Sure, that could run on a TI-83 calculator at this point. But... <laughs> um. Like, it's a shame because I would have picked up Valkyria Chronicles 4 for uh, Switch mm-hmm. uh, over Black Friday. But, you know, looking at it, it just doesn't compare to the PS4 version. Yeah, it's unfortunate. I was definitely toying with that option, too. But it'd be like that sometimes, man. It do. It I do really do. I really appreciate them coming to Switch. We've talked about it a bunch of times on the shows about um, about Falcom embracing that and, you know, why they have their difficulties mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And... uh I, I really appreciate more people leaning into the Switch as a uh, potential option because more people are traditionally playing it. I mean, yeah. it does offer that feature. You know, you you never have to. St- okay, so like you remember what was it called? I don't remember because I never used the service because I didn't have a Vita. Ah. But they had the same like where you could like stop what you're playing, pick oh, up on your Vita. play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was the whole idea. And I think that's like what Switch nails the best. So like when you got your oh, sure. when you got your freaking killer RPG games that just like blow every other game out of the water, you got to put them on Switch. Yes. You know, we're talking your ease. We're talking your trails. We're talking your knack. Oh my. God. T- <laughs> Even in this bullshit of a day. <laughs> through all the trials and tribulations we've had during this recording. <laughs> My man sneaks in it. <laughs> you could break off the Joy-Cons co-op with your bros yo, on a plane. <laughs> yo, knock on a plane? January. Come on. We got to get it there. <laughs> that, yeah. Yes. Mm. Next. Yeah. Next. <laughs> next. Uh, <laughs> yo, let's make this last one because I want to give some more time to the other ones next week. Yeah, yeah for sure. Uh, so uh, last up on our docket for today. Um, this is a really fun one. I, I'm looking forward to this. I'm hoping something big happens. Nier's 10th anniversary uh, is coming up pretty soon. And Square Enix launched a website 
Uh, they got this whole this logo here. This is energy at work, by the way. Man, this is like 10 years of like Chase, Rob, and now the newfounded Drew energy going into this. Um, now, Yoko Taro trolls a lot, so I'm not going to get my hopes up on anything super great, but I do hope that we see a uh, the long-rumored near remake um or at least maybe just another entry into that series or even you know in his quirky way a spin-off game that's titled differently but tied into near in some way shape or form <laughs> we'll see what happens wait, wait, wait. is that how Automata works no i mean that's no, how Automata is a sequel right Automata oh, you is... mean like i mean like how how near came about as of a random ending in dragon card yeah so like right okay yeah Something like that, you know. Yokotaro is is good for stuff like that, um, or maybe they'll just announce another stage play. Who knows? By the way, those stage plays are canon, so <laughs> so make sure you watch them. <laughs> so make sure you at least read them because I heard the actual plays themselves were not great. Um, but yeah, like the biggest dream I have is whatever Blue Point Studios is working on. I want it to be a near remake. Um, so anytime there's a rumbling of like, Hey, Yoko Taro's announced something. That's what I want. I think that's like the best scenario we could ever have. Um, so I would love that game to have good gameplay. Yeah. I would love like better that. gameplay. I should say the gameplay is mm-hmm. fun, but better gameplay. Yeah. Yeah. I would, I would love that. I would love just like a nice crisp performance, like no frame rate issues, good loading times, just like really expand sort of the, the way that Reducing world looks the grind reduce the grind a little bit like there's things they can do and just like looking at like what blue point has done for other games they've remade they know how to like take a game that was like it's cool has a few faults and then like turn it into something that's pure gold what have they done before so they were in charge of the uh shadow of colossus remake um mm. they did they worked on the uncharted collection stuff as well mm. um they've done a couple they, they're a remake house they're a remake studio well remaster i right. should say um they've done a few other projects as well um but like once i saw them do shadow of the colossus which is one of my favorite games of all time i immediately said they need to do near like just looking at how they did that world and how near kind of sets up its world as well in terms of like it's a little it's kind of minimal honestly um when you look at mm-hmm. their fields and stuff like that same way that shadow of the colossus is like i just look at what mm-hmm. Bluepoint can do I'm like, they would be the perfect fit for this, uh, just to nail that artistic style that Nier has. Um, but that's a, that's a big dream. It's a big ask. I hope it happens. We'll see. We'll I mean, see. people need a new way to be able to play the original <laughs> Nier at the same time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because um, they don't. <laughs> like, cracking down a physical copy is, is tough. Mm-hmm. And... They have to have said console. Yeah. Like, I'm hoping at the very least, maybe it'll be like a PC port yeah. of it. At, at the very, mm. very least. Um, hopefully it's something like that. <clears throat> but, um, but yeah. Um, maybe maybe they'll tease something at Jump Festa. We'll, we'll see what happens. It's around the same anniversary date. We'll see. Waited, we'll... Waiting with bated breath. <laughs> waiting with bated breath, yep. indeed. And with that, we're going to draw this episode to a close. We had a couple other stories, like Riot has Riot stuff and uh, some Mario Maker stuff. But I want to spend more time on that, especially because that deserves way more time than we have 
now to get into it. I will it. talk about my soundtrack next week as well. Yeah. yeah. Probably also good to like, especially um, with some of those kinds of things, yeah. let it kind of like play out sit and see what else kind of comes up. Yeah. Get all the details. Yeah, exactly. Just let it let it simmer for a little while. But um, hey, man, we did it. We made it through this one hell of a show oh, Jesus. on time at that, even with difficulties. Jesus. Yo, but hey, thank you guys for listening. Thank you hosts for being here and doing Naturally. this. It's always a pleasure with you guys. Um, hey, Drew, where can people find you on the Internet? Uh, I'm on Twitter at TLH Totally Drew, tweeting about BB tag, video games, video game music and the like. Stay tuned for more Drew vs. Banana Ken shenanigans. It's going to get feisty on Twitter. Uh, <laughs> I'm pretty sure he has already ignored me. I think so, too. Probably. Like, God, why does this guy keep fucking responding to me? Probably. Because uh, you're wrong. Oh, Admit no. it. Oh, no. I'm clipped. That's that's the audio clip. That's that's Going it. straight. Going Here's, check out games. JSB Podcast this week at Banana Ken. <laughs> you're wrong. <laughs> you're wrong. Hey Nick, where can people be mad at you on the internet? Since you know um, they're gonna be out to get us after this. All right, all you uh, foolish on fans. There we go. At Rainbow Frisky, <laughs> tweet at me and tell me about how my opinion is superior to yours, no matter what you say. Oh, is that what they're gonna tweet? <laughs> In a perfect world, I'm sure that is exactly what they're thinking. And tweet at me. Um and and with uh at Mark Cerny and say Ooh. knack two to uh switch by January, so uh, we'll say a week before the January twenty fourth, right? Okay. Um, just so we have time to purchase, get it oh, ready for yes. the plane ride. Yes, we need we, it. We knack. need knack on switch for our plane ride to go see a near concert. <laughs> Perfect. Can't think of a better setup. Can't think of a. What better is happening setup. with my life? <laughs> You will become near fan or <laughs> knack fan. Well, when's the the knack orchestra though? Oh man! Oh, oh. as soon as the knack orchestra. No. <laughs> Drew energy, energy activate. Is cursed. <laughs> and you can find me <laughs> on Twitter at Zenoske Z N O S U K E. Um, I am talking about this PC that I am building, and I can't wait till the parts get here because my house <laughs> will explode and everything will be wonderful. Uh, oh my God! Ooh, Monster Hunter Iceborne on that. I can't wait. Um, so yeah, thank you guys for listening. Stay tuned for next week and we'll talk to you later. Bye. See you. Bye. Bye.